0: Co working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to the Shine and You Crazy Daisy podcast. I am your host Trudy Simmons, and I am joined today by the quite wonderful Kylie Patchett from the Radiance Revolution. Kylie, Hello. thank you so much for joining us and being a part of the book and the podcast. Please tell us about your business.
1: Yay! Thank you, thank you very much for having me. Um, I'm Kylie. I have a business called the Radiance Revolution, and I am very passionate about helping women in their 40s and 50s and beyond to really harness midlife as a time of metamorphosis, not as a time of crisis. So we've been messaged about all these things about growing old and what that means and blah, blah. And I'm like, we can just throw that the F out the window. Um, Are we allowed to swear? No, (laughs) I won't. (laughs) Um, And just, yeah, like in embrace this time when we may well have more space. If we've had our kids, we've got a little bit more like time, wisdom
0: Mm. um,
1: and this, this, Right for reinvention but instead yeah. we're like oh, I'm going gray
0: or I'm blah blah
1: it's like no <laughs> we don't have to do this yeah. aging thing today so yeah
0: I now love I it I about. love that you're doing this because you had a successful business um, of your own with health and business coaching did, and then you yes. decide to walk away and go back to corporate how did, did. that happen I burnt it to the ground
1: so <laughs> this here's the thing here's the thing um, you know the story, but in a nutshell, my first business, I started off doing health and lifestyle coaching, which is what I'm passionate about. Every single job I've ever had in marketing, corporate, like health, everything, has all revolved around health of the individual and health of teams. So um psychological health, emotional, physical, mental, et cetera, et cetera. whole ball and dose. Um, and I loved that part of my business. And I had a group program called Destination Delicious, which is Still my most favorite thing I've ever done. Um, And yeah, people that went through it made beautiful changes and harnessed what they really wanted, created these beautiful friendships. And then I stopped listening to my own internal guidance and started listening to people out there. And one of those people was like, you're never going to make any money and just coaching around health. You need to because I've got all this business experience you need to move into business. And so I was like, Oh, okay, I'll do that. And I created business coaching group programs, etc. And they're in my wheelhouse. I know what I'm doing in business, especially marketing communications and social media and um, pitching and sales and all of that stuff. But it's not what lights me up. Like, Oh, I even saying it out loud, I'd rather stick a fork in my eye than do that all the time. So I created this business in the first instance that lit me up from within and was totally aligned. And then I like got off track and then something major happened in my personal life. One person in my immediate family had a, quite a bad accident. And I just went, I don't have the bandwidth, but I also really, if I'm honest, knew that I was so off track, there was no... in my mind there was no salvaging so I was just like I'm just gonna burn that to the ground (laughs) walk away (laughs) go back to corporate um yeah and I've been doing that for five years and then out of the blue in February this year I was in meditation and I got this really clear you're starting business again and I'm like no I'm not Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'm not yeah but that voice didn't go away so here I am so what? I'm actually
0: straddling both worlds at the moment what I absolutely which is- love Kylie is that I was a part of that business group um yes. and you were my first business mentor in um yeah. in my business Back in the day. 12 years yeah. ago now um 12, yeah. Yeah. 12 years ago and and in being on the other side of what you created it was phenomenal yeah. the, the content that you had the the way yeah it and this was 12 years ago so it was harder to yeah. do some of these things mm-hmm. and the way that you were able to communicate with me I'm not saying I'm difficult um but I remember getting a card from you saying you're difficult <laughs> it was, I believe. but I also love 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 hearing you live your truth as we talk about now live your life in saying I I, I didn't I loved it for a period. I then didn't love it. I stopped it. I burned it to the ground and I'm doing things differently. It's so important to walk your talk. And you know what? There's people out there like you who are brilliant at that part of the puzzle. Like
1: I don't have to be everything for everybody. And I think that's a pattern that I've had for a lot of my life because I have always felt uh, it's not the fixer thing, but um, mm. yeah, that, that is, there's, I'm a tendency to over-deliver and over-give and over-support. And, over- and it's like I forget what I need and what I need. And now, like, I've only just learned about human design. That's a whole other conversation. But for me, um, I'm a generator and the key thing is, like, follow your joy. And I'm like, well, man, that would have been handy 20 years ago.
0: Wouldn't <laughs> <I>? <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know in, in that conversation, you say in the chapter that good enough is a form of self-neglect. Yeah. I wish that everyone could hear that. What does this mean to you and how has it shown up in what you used to do and how you used to act?
1: Yeah, I just, I feel like I abandoned myself left, right and centre. And this is something, this is a new kind of phrase that's got in my head. I've been listening to a lot of Glennon Doyle's podcasts, which I love, and in one of the episodes, and I can't even remember who she was talking about or two, but she's talking about this concept of abandoning yourself. And I realized that my settling for what I'm good at, but what doesn't light me up Mm. is exactly that. I've been abandoning myself. Oh, I've got that. You know, when you're speaking your truth and you get that little vibrating. (laughs) Yeah. I just feel like I have constantly felt, um, that yeah good enough like it's not um, it's not for me to chase the big dream or to feel that good like who am I like all that sort of imposter syndrome bullshit and now I'm just like I'm sorry at the age of almost 50 I'm like screw that I'm here I'm here to really peel back the layers of where I have actually been just letting it be okay rather than beautiful and brilliant and juicy and you know, big and bold and gorgeous Mm. or quiet and special and gentle and like whatever it is that, you know, gives me that. I I will still use a destination Just my soul wagging its tail analogy. Like when I get that feeling, that's my sweet spot. And then there's all these other times where I'm like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I'm good at that. So I'll just keep doing it. And it's like, no, that's it's self-neglect, self-sabotage, (laughs) self-abuse. I'm going to go that far. (laughs) Um, yeah and I just I'm just not willing to do it anymore and a lot of I I think it's the age right we get to this age and yeah. we're like we don't give an f what yeah. anyone else needs or wants Um, and that is why it's right for reinvention it's like far out
0: man yeah I don't think that people can understand when you're in your 30s and you hear people talking about when you get to your 40s and your 50s and oh you don't you don't you don't care anymore you just do whatever you want to do and there is a yeah. time of 41 and a half I think where it's like Oh, I changed in the last year. And, and you don't realize. And everything yeah. becomes more possible in what you are yes. willing to accept and not willing to accept.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's yeah. Crazy.
1: And it becomes more painful to abandon yourself too. I think that that for me, yes. like between 45 and like I'm just I'm 47 and a half now, especially on the like I keep saying I'm almost 50. I mean, I'm just two and a half years. Come on, slow down. But it's like if not now when Mm. like we don't know how long we've got Mm. like my beautiful dad was here for 91 years and I've just always assumed I'm going to live that long I'm like I could you know we don't know so listen to the painfulness and the out of alignment and actually do something about it instead of just whinging and bitching about whatever
0: don't neglect yourself and realize when you are
1: exactly exactly and how do you tell you tell because you don't feel like if you really really just sat with yourself closed your eyes and went hey you how are you feeling Mm. and the internal voice that is answering you back you haven't even listened to for years you know you're off course like just forget about it like
0: (laughs) I know right I think I need a break (laughs) like I I just need to sit with that for 20 minutes and oh my god i'm gonna listen back to this immediately because this is all it's so important and it's funny i've been recording podcasts all day today and somebody else was just saying something very similar about self-care but self-neglect is so strong and when you just said self-abuse it's one of those trigger things that goes off in you but i wouldn't abuse myself well have a look Have a look. And also,
1: would you would you expect anyone else to do what you're doing to yourself? That's mm. the other key thing, like that best friend filter, like how are you talking to yourself internally? I have an absolutely vicious, mean little person mm. internally. One of the things that's been key for me in the last sort of like five years of healing, and I think moving back into the coaching space, you you get really you get a lot cleaner listening to your own inner language because yeah. you're now back in the space of like, when I was back in corporate land and I was, you know, on the treadmill again. Yeah. You're not, Oh, I didn't, I shouldn't say mm. you, you're not doing that checking in all the time because it yeah. becomes less habitable for me. Um, but yeah, now listening, but there's um, a key modality called internal family systems. And when you understand that there's all these different parts of you that Like one part of you can want to do the thing that gives you this joy and peace and light and radiance and all those beautiful things. But there's often an equal and opposite force inside of you going, but it's not right, it's not okay, you're not good enough or, you know, you can't do that, like all that. And when you can actually surrender to the fact that there is different parts of you warring with each other and it's actually very normal (laughs) Then, because underneath that is the little wounded person that we need to, you know, heal and love up and the self-abuse and self-neglect. Often, like I am really, really clear that me living in a childhood that was chaotic in one house and very stable and normal in another has actually given me this boom or bust up and down. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I create time and time again in my life, because that's what I experience. And it's not not until I've started to do some serious healing on the underneath mm. the little person that went through that that you go holy shit i have yeah. yeah been settling and abusing myself for so long because that's what i'm used to that's like okay time to <laughs> shake that off
0: Miley, i am so excited that you are back out into this world because <laughs> into this entrepreneurial world because you are needed your voice is needed your messages are needed i'm well, i needed all of that <laughs> right right. <laughs> um, in um and this leads brilliantly on to you talk about um consciously creating the life you crave yeah. do you think that you have that now or what are you working on? oh hell no
1: no 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 I'm going to be very honest and say yeah. at the moment I'm straddling two different corporate gigs and being back in coaching and arranging an 18th for my eldest daughter who how the hell could she be 18 she was like this big two seconds ago now she's 18 <laughs> Um, so I feel really stretched at the moment, but I'm much better at, um, recognizing the patterns that I, you know, we all have patterns that are our defaults. Like mine is overworking, over delivery, stretching myself too thin. Then I fall in a heap, have a big hissy fit, yell at everybody that's most close to me and then go, okay, (laughs) okay. Here we are again, you know, and I'm at the peak of that, like literally at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I'm also better at understanding that when I am getting angry with everyone out there, it's because I'm doing it to myself. So, yeah. you know, I could be, you know, so mad at my family for you. You're, you're not listening to what I need or oh, you're not supporting me or whatever. It's like, hello, let's start saying I'm not listening to what I need. I'm not supporting myself. I'm not taking time out. I'm not honoring myself. I am abusing me. Mm. And then I, so I, I don't think I'm not at the consciously, you know, creating the life that I crave, but I'm on the journey towards it. Um, yeah. And there's, you know, there's these delicious points in time where like um, my husband and I've just bought a big cruiser motorbike again, after many years of not having, you know, when you have kids and you're like, Oh, we'll be responsible. Truth be told, I am the happiest I've ever been in the world on the back of a motor t- bike and I'm saving for my own b- motorbike, which is going to be called Black Betty, by the way. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> Black Betty, the Vulcan, Kawasaki Vulcan. If anyone wants to just give me one, thank you. <laughs> so I'm I'm working on manifesting. But that um the joy piece of um, and this is the reinvention back to being like a you know, a couple rather than parents mm. and being identified as parents. Um I'm much better at squeezing the juice out of the things that give me joy and Mm. I'm much better at asking the hard questions and knowing that the patterns and the self-sabotage come from somewhere and until you do the healing underneath it, you're going to recreate. It doesn't matter what you promise yourself and what plans you make and what schedule you say you're going to keep, you will recreate the same thing until you heal the shit underneath it and that is unavoidable. I tried to ignore that fact of life for many years and unfortunately there's no getting away from
0: that. (laughs) I think in that it's the question that we can all ask ourselves of what is the life that we are craving because without having that we're already neglecting because we don't know what we're craving therefore we don't (laughs) know what we're we're working so hard for or towards. And
1: be okay with wanting what you want because I, like I live in the countryside in Queensland. I have a very simple life. We grow out, well, when I say we, I mean my husband, grows all our own veggies. We ride motorbikes on the weekend. Um, We don't, we have, you know, a small little country cottage. We don't, like I don't need the stuff Mm. to be happy. Um, and for many, many years I drove towards the stuff because I was trying to prove my significance and my worth and all of those things, which again come from childhood crap. And now I'm like, you know, I we were away for the weekend for my parent-in-law's um 50th wedding anniversary. And I came home, we came home yesterday, and I was just sitting at my kitchen window, I'm looking down the backyard and I can see all the plants and everything that Shane's grown. I'm just like, I just this bubble of contentment mm. that comes up when when, when you allow yourself to want what you want. Mm. Like you don't have to create anything else. And I will say that about business too. Like f the whole six-figure month, seven-figure bloody, blood. like just do you, do work that lights you up. If you have something inside of you that's locked away and you can't unlock it, get some help to freaking unlock it because your gift is needed and just be you. You don't have to recreate anything else. And that's where I went off track the first time. Like, I tried being someone else or, or following someone else's plan. Yeah. And it doesn't Business work.
0: Business model, no. Yeah. Um, no. If there was one lesson that you've learned that you want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Or would it be that? Oh, I think like
1: going back to human design quickly, I'm a 3-5, which means that I need to suck it and see to see whether it feels good for me. Like I can't conceive yes or no. I actually have to experience it. And for a long time, I made myself wrong for that because I felt like I tried tried and failed so many times. Like I had a massive issue with coming back into the business world in February because I'm like, but I like, I failed the first time. And I was like, uh, no, there was so many people in my inbox when I announced I was leaving that were like, oh my God, thank God you're telling the truth. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think <sighs> surrender to who you are. Like I am someone who yeah I need to try things on for size and sometimes I put something out there and I'm like oh no that didn't feel the way I wanted it to so just be okay with being you and don't I think for me the resilience like Mm. business is not smooth sailing and you need to you (laughs) need to be okay to fall down and just keep getting up which is why I call my chapter like fall down (laughs) you know full times down seven get up eight because yep. without that bounceability, you
0: know bounceability. Really... I like it hey what's your favorite piece of business software <laughs>
1: this one <laughs> my heart so heart. you asked me this question the other night um by text and I was like oh business software and I'm thinking about you know the different things and I'm like you know what the main thing that is guiding my business at the moment is what I get when I'm sitting with myself yeah and I always talk about in the Radiance Revolution the first step to any you know recrafting or reinvention is just anchoring into this beautiful baby in your chest our software yeah our software mm. and listening because we don't listen we unfortunately live in a world that's Ping, ping, ping! Yeah.
0: Interrupt, interrupt! You know, email, blah, 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 and it's like, I, just, <laughs> I loved when you said that. It's just so off the wall, and it's so Kylie. Um, <laughs> it, it makes sense. It makes absolute sense. I've yeah. never thought about yeah. it. It is our business yeah. software. It, it was our yes, software. it is absolutely Kylie. And I- it- down life software I am so excited that you are coming back out uh to to this entrepreneurial world and thank you so much for being involved in the book and the podcast I can't wait for others to hear your story
1: I was so excited to be asked I was at footy and I'm like yes <laughs> was so good. thank you so much for having me it's so lovely to reconnect and yeah thank you so much for the opportunity it's been
0: lovely <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. If you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up, come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge. Go to the thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. And for even more inspiration, Please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.